good, what's good, what's good? This is Excellence is Understatement Podcast, and we're your hosts, Brandon Mayshack, Mimi, and we got Tevin over here. What's good with y'all today? Hopping. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, well, I guess I'll... I'll, I'll, I'll well, what you saying, Tevin? Another day, man. Nah, I feel you. Another day. Well, I guess I'll start. Um, since, you know, everybody like, I didn't do anything in the last two weeks. Uh, but but no, nah, um, I just got back in town. You know what I mean? Um, had a good trip to Florida, Panama City. Oh, yeah, yeah, you did go on like a little mini vacation. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, was, I, it might have been my only first or second time getting out this getting out the state this year, but yeah, pretty much uh, me and some homies uh, and some friends, we just went to Panama for their birthday for a little bit, rented a car, uh, Orlando, Kissimmee, see some folk, and then went to see the family down in uh, South Florida, Coral Springs, Fort Lauderdale, so it's a good time. Back now, it's been a week. I've needed that, most definitely, but it's just time to work again. Now, my, my knee already hurting from 500 deadlift today, but it's all good. <laughs> what's up, man? What's going on, y'all? I mean, shoot. You alive? What's up? What y'all thinking <laughs> for? I don't know. <laughs> nah, man, I've been busy, man. Literally, like, just busy as hell. Military shit. Yeah. My own stuff. Game. Everything's been just pulling me in all these different directions, so. I'm a little lethargic at the moment. How's the how's the game nights and stuff been going and progressing? Bro, faster than I can. You don't really keep up with it, to be honest. Yeah. Bro, what? <laughs> but, you know, you find yourself, like, having to split yourself into two different people. I'm over here and I'm over here with these people. It's a lot of entertaining. Yeah. So when people say, oh, man, you know, you have a, a fun night. It's like, yeah, to a certain degree, but I'm yeah. working. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I have to entertain people and make sure they're having a good time and you know, they learn the game, we teach them the game, and you know, everybody kind of wants a little bit of your attention, so I'm just a little bit all over the place doing my game nights, but I mean, it's, it's a good problem to have at the end of the day. Yeah, it's a great yeah, problem to have. It's like, it's like, have you ever thrown your own party? <laughs> Nobody ever has fun at their own party that they throw. Well, no, mean, no, unless no. they have it really set up. No, 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 no. So it's like, I, I kind of think of it like that. Like I, th- I threw parties uh, in college. I threw parties when I okay. was in the military. So like, I enjoy my party for the most part, but that's, that's because this is literal, like, business is work. Oh, okay. Me throwing a party, once I throw it, you know, I have everybody that I have talked to, other homies. Mm-hmm. I kind of give y'all a little certain things to look out for, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. so we can all enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But that's different, you know. Right, right, right. I'm going to enjoy myself. Now. That's that's not going to be the issue. Right, right. Now, I feel you on that. Well, what about you? Uh, I've been pretty busy trying to uh, make new products for my cleaning business. Okay. Um, not only do I want to like actually cleaning houses but I'm in the process of making cleaning supplies and making candles. So know? what what goes into like making cleaning supplies for the most part? Um really right now I'm into uh just learning as much as I can as far as like which cleaning supplies uh you know like which different chemicals will work. Um smells is very important. Um you know especially with uh just a lot. I'm trying to work with <laughs> like allergies and stuff to stay for the kids. Yeah. I'm really trying to do something that's eco-friendly. Um, so right now I'm just in the, you know, trying to get educated on that. Um, I think I'm going to go ahead and start experimenting this mm-hmm. week. And then I'm also going to start making candles because 
you know, a house is never clean until you light a candle. Mm-hmm. So, okay. we'll see how that goes. But. I'm an incense guy, but I feel you on the candles. Hell of incense. I ain't gonna hold you, bro. You gotta do some candles every now and then, too. No, man. Incense is cool, but right? The, the that candles, candles? Yeah. Or, like, what is it? The little, um, one with the oils at the top? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I love those, yeah. too. I ain't gonna hold you. Uh, I don't know what they're Yeah, those. Um, but, it's lit. Yeah, so, just getting that together. Uh, my birthday is actually next Tuesday. Not this mm-hmm. Tuesday, next Tuesday. Squad. So we're gonna have a birthday brunch at the house. Then we're going to LA, and then at the end of the month, I'm going to Miami uh, for my friend's birthday. Mm-hmm. So it's been pretty busy. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So, Brandon, What's we up? ain't did no quote. Like, what's your quote today? So I got a quote here um, from Chadwick Boseman, and. This kind of hits. This hits different when, of course, you know the situation. Yeah. Uh, but he said you have to cherish things in a different way when you know the clock is ticking. You are under pressure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Again, you have to cherish things when you know uh, cherish things different when you know the clock is ticking. You are under pressure. And so yeah. I mean, we 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 already know how that hits. That hit, man. You know. So you know what. For me, in that situation, mm-hmm. I don't think it really hit hard, mainly because, and not like in a, in a bad way. I just feel like he's at peace. It's at some point you got to look at like he is doing his job. He's doing what he's supposed to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like we're, I'm not really sad for him actually. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like a lot of people are sad, and I don't mean that this is to be insensitive, but I think a lot of people are sad because it's like I can't get what I got from you. You were entertaining me. So, like, you know, certain roles. I'm mad because now who's going to so play Black Panther or whatever? But it's like, bro, like... Don't minimize that man of Black Panther. But, 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 no, no, no. But I'm saying, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just saying, like... Oh, no, no, I, no. I wasn't... I'm talking to these people. Yeah, I'm like... You yeah. know what I'm saying? I just would post, but go ahead. The, the man was successful. He did what he did. Very. You know, he, he, he knew who he was. He was confident who he was. He shaped mm-hmm. the world in a different way. And he did it on his own terms. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even when he was sick, nobody knew he was sick. And he still gave y'all great works, right? He still mm-hmm. did what he what he Man. believed in, and he passed. I don't feel like in in a I don't say terrible. I don't know per se on like the the you mm-hmm. know the ones and twos about it, but I mean I just felt like he did what he's supposed to do on this earth, and at some point it's like he got caught on, and I don't feel like it's really it's not anything sad about that, you know. Those are my same sentiments. I mean I only say hit a little bit different because for and I'm, when I say that I'm talking for. People in general, you know, I'm not, I'm not, tell, I'm not, tell, yeah. I'm not, like, I'm not I'm talking out of my. He's own. like 43. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah I'm not, I'm not talking out of my. Expected. Yeah, I'm not talking out of my own opinion. Oh, we got the same middle name. Uh, no, but uh, <laughs> but no, when I look at it, you know, I look at it. Yeah, man, the man fulfilled God's purpose in his life, and to be honest, as a person who really shares a, a, a similar, the same, or similar faith as Chadwick, I mean. In our eyes, life is way longer than this physical experience. For sure. And so I'm thinking, like, yo, that man moved like a king. He 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 really was a king here, and now he's getting his heavenly reward in the kingdom. You Facts. know what I mean? And, I, and I'm just, I look forward, hopefully not soon, but to meet him someday in that. And so but it's like, know. and it's like, but I think, I think, I think people do have to embrace the idea that a long life is is cool. But a life lived in its purpose is more important. And sometimes it's a situation where you don't have to live up to 80 years old to fulfill your purpose. Hey, maybe you've lived so much longer because 
maybe your creator's still waiting on you for the failure purpose. And right. That's just kind of my that's perspective. Deep. On a, yeah, and, 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 but I mean, you even said that it's soon. You was like, "Well, I hope, hopefully, it's not soon." But I mean, like to me, it's like it comes when it comes, right? It if it oh, comes, yeah, then I've done literally. It's yeah, I, I, I still want to have a family, kids with the picket fence and the dog. So, not the please, y'all answer those prayers for me. You know what I mean? But you know, so I, in my, I mean, my for me, said, I, the yeah. picket fence. Yeah, the come dog. on, the pit, little picket fence with the dog and the kids running the yard. Come on, nah, man. I don't want no picket fence. Okay, Maybe bro. I'm just, talking, I'm just talking. I'm just talking junk. Like, I'm just talking junk. I do want a fence, though. Um, so let's talk about someone who. Uh, well, well, I mean, what, 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 what I mean, how how did you when you saw that? Oh, when I found out, yeah, your reaction. Um, first of all, I was shocked. I didn't want to believe it at first. Mm-hmm. That was fake too. Yeah, like, I thought nah. it was fake. I'm like, man, nah. stop playing. Not like cola, yeah, nah. Tachella. No, let me stop. I think um, it always looks slim to me, even during the movie, to, to be honest. I did. What did I say? To ch- you might well, like anyway. to well, call uh, Nutella. Like, <laughs> <laughs> to <Yeah>. child. <laughs> My bad. But look, nah, like, I didn't want to believe it at first. Um, but I was like, man, this was a great man. And the fact that when he posted a picture on social media, when he lost a lot of that weight, a lot of people were been insensitive and didn't know what he was going That's through and they post, made man, jokes and i feel like that right there was a wake-up call for us to say you know let's stop talking about people because you never know what people are battling mm-hmm. you don't know what they're going through this man literally was going through for cancer years. chemo and for was still years. giving us the best of the best like he was doing all these movies he went to St. Jude's to visit cancer. And, and how humble he is, he was, too. You know, you got to think about that. The man is so humble. And that's the most powerful thing about him. Like, when he talks, he talks with a lot of humility. That's something I personally really try to work on because I know I can be this guy sometimes. And so I look at that example with him, just the humility aspect, too. This man was great. Like, but, the, the speech that he gave to uh, the graduating class, like, you know... Like, he he was just really a great guy. And it's sad because we lost a really great guy, someone that a lot of people look up to. Our kids looked up to him as far as, you know, like, with him being the Black Panther, like, how blessed you were Mm -hmm. to be in that role. You took it and you you made something so great out of it. No, I want to say... And not, not just that movie, but... He played uh what Jackie Robinson. He played uh James Brown. Like mm-hmm. he these Historical movies figures. that he played in. Like he always gave us his best, even when he didn't even feel like it. I can't imagine you going through chemo and still saying, you know what? Even though I just got married, even though I have cancer, I'm about to go do this movie because my fans need me. Like the people need me. They need to see this. Movie. You feel me? But you but you remember the first one of the first quotes we saw on this podcast. Uh, it's and my mom even came back and said this toucher at the end of the day there's always somebody in the world going through more than you but at the same time doing more than you and so for me it's uh, doing more than you and so for me it's i look at it like oh, i can't imagine can't imagine but i don't know like when my grandparents died like we were still my parents we were still working we, we was in church the same day you know my grandmother passed you know what i'm saying and so Mm-hmm. I, I kind of see on my life just because of what I grew up believing in. That's something that carried us through. And I really just see the same thing. You know, it, I think we there's a pattern 
Uh, if you look at Nipsey, when you look at Kobe Bryant, when you look at Chadwick, um, obviously Kobe Bryant was super sudden in, in Nipsey, but like these people had a very strong faith in something uh, bigger than them. For sure. You know what I mean? And and that's what really has carried these. And I think there's a message in that, yo. Like leaders are being called home right now. And I think it's a situation where us younger folk got to really <clears throat> recognize that it's time to step up into these shoes. And as the world, you know, goes into this craziness, there there's just going to be a lot more of us that need to kind of rise up. You know what I mean? I can think of no better place to be right now after the Black Panther and Avengers campaigns than to return and participate in these gradu graduation ceremonies with you. It is a great privilege, graduates, to address you on your day, a day marking one of the most important accomplishments of your life to date. This is a magical place. Almost anything can happen here. Ain't you? Yeah. Howard University has many names, the Mecca, the Hilltop. Students, your protests are also promising because Many of you will leave Howard and enter systems and institutions that have a, have a history of discrimination and marginalization. The fact that you have struggled with this university that you love is a sign that you can use your education to improve the world that you are entering. I was on a roll when I entered the system of entertainment, theater, television, and film. I stand here today knowing that my Howard University education prepared me to play Jackie Robinson. James Brown, Thurgood Marshall, and T'Challa. Yeah, man, I saw that. I saw it. Like, yeah, the uh, MTV. You know what I mean? Like, bro, I, I, like, I really strive for that type of humility, man. Like, that's something that people, everybody should strive for. Oh, no, man. for sure, man. Being for great sure. and not, you know, being big-headed about it. Being a solid dude, 100%. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Damn, man. That's, that's, that's respectful and commendable, man. I got to get my man, bro. Yeah. yeah, bro. But, yeah, man, so, you know, fly, you know. Uh, assume your throne, you know, under the throne, you know, Chadwick, and uh, you know, hopefully we we see you in the future, you know, again. Rest in power. So yeah, rest in heaven. Most definitely, most definitely. Uh, let's also talk about um, another black man who was taken away from us. Mm -hmm. Well, not taken away from us. Um, he was close to being taken away from us. There was a black man who got shot seven times in his back mm -hmm. by the police. Yeah. As he was getting into his car. Mm -hmm. um, when is this going to stop? It's not. I mean, it's not. It, it'll stop. No. I mean, no, no. It, no, no. It'll stop when there's repercussions. Right? It'll stop when at some point you get something from your actions. Right? The reason mm -hmm. why it's not stopping now is because I could do it. And what are going to be, you know, my, what is my punishment? That's the that's why it's not stopping. But you have to realize. I think I was listening to somebody speak, and they were like, 
They were talking about the system. Oh, uh, Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp was like, man, the system's working fine. It, it's working just fine because the yeah, system was never designed to work for us. Mm-hmm. So if you're talking about, oh, when is it going to stop? It has to be dismantled over a period of time. Yeah. You know what but I mean? When do you, and it, it, but you know what? When, when, when can you see that happen? Right now, in my eyes, I see the fall of a government and society. I think, you know, with everything coming up, uh, you know, things are... So the politicians are going to move along, like, you know, but I think we, you know, you know, to me, in my eyes, you know, we've got to dive deep. A lot of the stuff just seems more so intentional. It's not just racism. I feel like, I feel like this country is really trying to destroy itself because you can't, you can't out, uh, you can't, you got to realize there's still organizations and people are part of certain things doing this stuff. And so it's like. No, so, so you're I saying really strategic feel, that they're trying to lose? Yeah, I feel like we're seeing the fall of of a whole uh, society and a government. And it, w- it wouldn't be the first time. Yeah, and 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 I mean, and when I talk about false society and governments, I'm talking about how this happens every couple of hundred years. Or, well, I mean, because that comes from greed. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it comes from like at some point you get to a position, or not us specifically, but mm-hmm. you get to a position where you start to get money, you get hired, you get all this influence, and then at some you know point, it's not about the the greater good for everybody else. Yeah. It's not about, you know, what can I do to better the world. It's about how can I fatten my pockets? How can I set myself up? Yep. And you get to this point where you start to hoard all this money. Yep. And then I read a book where it was like, it's a fear of it. Because it's like, you get all of it, but then you don't want to lose it. So now it's the fear of losing it. Yeah, yeah. Right? So now you're trying to secure it, man. I think it's fear. It's fear and greed. You know what? It's fear in... It's fair in the elites, of the the people in power. Mm-hmm. It's fair in the in the, the for people. Sure. Y'all look, man. I'm telling you, this the the plane, the going through the plane experience. I was like, yo, this is this is the type of experience. What do you mean? We just want to go off the grid. Uh, you know, with uh, with just you know going to the airport. You know, oh, oh, like, yeah, I, yeah. like I, I'm wearing. I got a, a bandana. You know, as a mask, and they're like, no, you gotta have an official mask. Oh, you gotta pay for it, whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, I mean, you can just tell people are just scared, fearful. They, I, I seen where, uh, this one dude, he was just fixing his his mask, you know, as a, you know, walking through the airport, and this girl, it, it, and this guy and girl walking, he's walking towards, and he started grabbing her and pulling her over to the side, like as if he didn't want her to breathe. Like, yo, it's just, it's just annoying. You know what I mean? This whole thing is annoying. I don't believe a lot of stuff that's reporting the news with the credibility of what they're trying to do with this COVID situation. That's just my stance. I think Wait, a lot you of the stuff is, on that part. No, I, I, I think I, you know, I, it's well. Most people don't know these facts because the news stations they are indoctrinated on on television doesn't report them, but. The CDC, like I said, has already said, oh, yeah, these numbers were inflated, you know. Yeah, the they, they, they made everything, anything you went into the office You know, oh, and, and it's funny, sure. every single time a credible real doctor does come out and say, this does work, vitamin D or sunlight, get you know, do lung oxygen or whatever lungs, you have these new stations trying to immediately debunk it, you know, and yeah. say, no, just wear a mask, stay inside. But scientific studies, because I actually look at resources from around the world, not just America, show that these, the mask and Santa's doors are the things that's really, that's from music, making more successful. Yeah. And so it's actually, no, live your a healthy and fit lifestyle. Like, I haven't caught COVID, and I've, and I've been around people with COVID since December, you know? And I feel like my body fought off stuff. So it's like, no, it's, it's your lifestyle. It's the food you consume, where you're getting it. Um, 
just all these, just, just your entire lifestyle. Like, you got to think of Nigeria. Why just skip over Nigerians, right? But African-Americans, different lifestyle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, yeah, there were some cases over there, but America is the most unhealthy country. And I think uh, just a lot of, you know, you know, we don't got to go into too much, but I, I just, I just don't believe a lot. COVID is real, I mean, but sure. I just don't believe like a lot of this, these tactics that they want to do, you know, uh, to, to say, oh, this is how we're going to get through it. You know, other countries, they have healthier lifestyles than us. And I think in America it shows, but we're telling our people to do something opposite. You know what I mean? Then live a healthy lifestyle. Or the the news and stuff is. So, yeah, I don't believe it. You know what I mean? I, I don't believe him. I ain't knocking it. I'm about to say, he said, I'd never. I've never. had family who's died from this, by the way. So, I'm right. not talking some, out of somebody who hasn't experienced this. No, I mean, for sure. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, of course, it's a virus like anything else. And somebody is susceptible or more susceptible than others to mm-hmm. it. You know, so somebody could be fatally affected by it and somebody else might not be, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody else could have it and fight it off fairly quickly and be just fine. Like mm-hmm. you said, because it could go back to the fact that I have a healthier lifestyle. No, you know? it is. And blood type even goes into it, too. We haven't gone to that. Does. But certain blood type have certain antigens, you know, that kills O's and B's, you know. And so A's and A's, you know, they are a little more successful. But it's all about your immune system, how strong it is. You know, I mean... I mean, and, and it's like, you can talk from experience, right? Mm. But people just are too fearful. And so it's fear on it's, people's it's, it's level fear to just lack of knowledge, trust. Sure. I saw somebody put this on social media. Most of y'all wouldn't have supported Martin Luther King back in the day. You would have probably been on the side of the police or whatever, whatever. And I think you can see it. I would have been a more of a uh, Malcolm X type of... I ain't gonna hold you. Not, you know, I, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, I would have I supported both of them, to be honest. And again, Malcolm, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X started to have more similar views or closer oh, they sure. got to death. Right. So, but it's a situation of we're so scared that we just trust the government that has screwed us over and over and over again. And it's like nobody's uh, courageous enough to actually combat that or come out and say things. But true, but you got to realize, I mean, a lot of people aren't courageous enough, quote unquote, to do that because of look what happens when, you know, it does. Somebody's not willing to say, you know, I'm going to go up there. So I'm willing to take on the brunt of whatever happens. You know what I mean? Because yeah. somebody can easily say, you well, know, like, I got a family, destroyed. I got this, I got that. You know, I, I can't, you yeah, know. People have to be willing to lay down a lot, to be honest. I think if we really want truck, we really want, we're like, we're on war. Right, but you also have a level of credibility, of course, to get to the masses for that to oh, happen. You can just be an average person to do it because then... Like, no, no, of course, but, I, but it's a situation of you got to have certain leaders that people can trust in the community and people can at least rally behind them. And so, you know, I think, you know, that that can go into that subject of with the acres, uh, you know, the, you know, our black folk building. Those acres, like, oh, yeah, we'll yeah. Talk about. But yeah, man, people just have to be willing to like if, I feel like we're in war and the moment you get emotional, you lose the war. The moment you stop thinking intellectually or accruing knowledge and stuff, you lose the war. And that's how I see what's happening in the black community and stuff that's going on in our government. We're emotional. We're just protesting aimlessly without so plans. If you had to give me right now a three step, a three step of like what I should do to start, or if any what anybody could do to kind of start. If we're saying we're in a war of sorts, which we kind of are, 
right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a literal war. I was like, I tell you all the times, like you haven't seen war. You don't know necessarily what war really is. Yeah, but you know about. what I mean when I say no, war. No, no, I'm not war. saying. You yeah. know what I'm saying? People, yeah. people think. I've had people say, "Man, we're in a war." I'm like, not yet. Like, war is different. It's a totally different ball. It was coming though. You know? I don't know. It's it's been coming. It's brewing, yeah. brewing for mad long at this point. So, but what yeah. was your three steps? Be the so, same. You know I'm not gonna repeat nothing I was saying. You know, to get myself in the bolo. No, no, not uh, like but, that. We talking but, about like, but no, like, like it could be, it could be. But look, get number one, okay, so resources. This, for me, word of the year is rabbit hole. Okay, rabbit hole. Everything. What is a rabbit hole? Rabbit hole is when everything that you think you know or that you think you learned your education. You go and rabbit hole that. You research your education. Where did that come from? Okay, who owns this? Who owns that? I mean, like, rabbit hole these news stations. Rabbit hole uh, your politicians and in, in what they believe in. Rabbit hole, I mean, your faith. I mean, rabbit hole literally everything that you think you know. And you, I think what a lot of people realize, especially black folk, is almost everything people have idolized or put their trust in or whatever has, is somewhat of a lie or somewhat of a manipulation. And so... It's like, first of all, rabbit hole, everything, even the history of how this country came to be, even the history of humanity, because like even different people's beliefs and what their history are around the country, because what I feel like it shows, it's a story that's happened from the beginning of humanity to up to now. And really, it's just a cycle that's happened over and over again, but in different ways and in different nuances. And so... Knowledge, rabbit hole, everything, include your knowledge. Once you have that knowledge, um, don't I? And this is where I feel. Don't go just blurting everything on social media, mad crazy, because that can get you in trouble. That can get you a bolo on your head. That can get certain things. As well as one thing I've learned is that most people don't really have the mental capacity to kind of intake such an influx of. Uh, information. Yeah, because it's like, like you unravel. You unravel. It starts to mm-hmm. you know take down what I thought was to be true, and, and too much of that can literally like crack a person. People, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. Like it's like people literally implode on themselves. Yeah, because what you believe is starting. You know, it's, it's all of a lot. Like so, if your whole life, if you thought mm-hmm. your mom and your dad was actually your mom and dad, yeah. and you wake up one day and your whole family is not thought. your family. Yeah, you would live, everything you thought you t- you know were told or taught mm-hmm. would literally crack for some people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's literally a culture shock. And so, yeah. it's like for the people who are knowledgeable, okay, find other like-minded people or people with the capacity and ears to hear you out. Spread the knowledge amongst like-minded people. Don't just try to blur on social media tell whatever. Everybody. It's like what Killer Mike say. You know, go home, plot, plan. You know, don't destroy your own home. So, I think that's number two. After you cool the knowledge, spread the knowledge amongst like-minded people, groups, whatever, meetings. And then number three is literally what, you know, the subject me meet we're going to go into with uh, establish your own country, uh, militarize your own self, uh, get into agriculture, you know, just wean yourself off of depending on this government for anything. Self-reliance. Exactly. So complete self, uh, 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 self-reliance. And so that's what I feel like are the main three steps. Um, and you see people going through them, which we'll get to, right? But uh, I just, I just really wish it was a lot more because you know, you know, you, I, you just see it. It's a small group of people compared to the mass of folk, at least in our community. That what are self reliant in the that that are that that are and are willing to do that. That aren't that are willing to wean themselves off of their job. You know, to to do other things to become an entrepreneur to make income that they don't have to depend on the government with. 
you know, mm-hmm. or to wean themselves off of, you know, buying mad processed stuff from stores all the time. Where, you know, they're, you know, they're, of course, we see what they're trying to do the vaccine. You're going to have to have it to buy, sell, whatever. It's like, y'all, like, we got to become a lot more self-reliant in every way, shape, or form. So let's talk about it. Um, there was 19 families in Georgia who uh, purchased over 90 acres of land. Mm-hmm. And the purpose of doing that is they want to create a community for black people to basically keep us safe. Yeah. Um. And that actually will kind of go into, um, that will actually go into the idea of us forming our own country. You can form a country inside of the U.S. Um, there's actually a guy who did it, and I'm going to post that information on our social media. But he has a whole country in the U.S. He has a population of 32 people. They pay taxes. They pay uh, their taxes he considers as a foreign affair or whatever. But they're their own countries. They have their own rules. They even have their own money. You know, so it's it's doable. Mm -hmm. We can do this. The only thing is we will have to govern ourselves. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, why don't we have the Black Panther Party come into full effect to protect our land, protect this country that, you know. Who's going to lead it? Who's going to lead it? That's a good question. We would have to uh, come together and determine that. But see, these are the these are the things, though. I feel like it doesn't necessarily have to be the Black Panther Party. I feel like it could be whatever party or whatever, whoever yeah. decides. You know what I mean? Because I feel like at some point when you say, oh, let's bring back the Black Panther Party, do we still align or agree with everything that they align mm-hmm. with? You know what I mean? So, so now it's contradictory because then you have somebody say, oh, that's not what they believe or that's not how they would do it. Mm-hmm. So you literally have to just b- begin anew. Well, see, I was going to actually ask you that. Do you think that the Black Party would even be successful in this day and age? Because of, yes, we are going through some of the same things as far as police brutality and, and such things, but different times. So do you think it will be successful in this time? Um. Yes, but I think the way people are and the way emotions are high at the moment, I believe that it'll get everybody inspired and enthralled and ready to do something. But what is that something, right? Mm-hmm. I think nowadays, if we had the Black Panther Party in the way that they were at that time, it, we would definitely be very more um, milit- militant and militant-minded. And we would literally go on an offensive more than it is a defensive or protest. And mm-hmm. they would literally be like, all right, we got to do something. Because mm-hmm. at, at some point, it's like, all right, you know, I think some people's mindsets would be, they're doing this to us. And what are we doing about it? Oh, yeah. we're marching. They're killing us, but we're marching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which isn't bad for some people. You know, like, everybody plays different roles in a movement, right? But mm-hmm. I personally never really agree with marching. And I'm not saying it's not productive or it doesn't do what it's designed to do. I'm just tired of us just marching. I'm tired of us just protesting. And it's like, well, and then a couple mm-hmm. months later, it's like, oh, we go back to business as usual until somebody else yep. gets killed. And then we're back out marching. But, but it's like, we kind of just, we just did that. Like with the whole George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, like everybody was hot, we was, we was out protesting. What, what, what happened? I mean, there's still people. Nothing. It's exactly. still people, there's but still people you didn't hear about protesting as much. And then, boom, another black man gets shot seven times. Now we're we back, back out here. Then you got this white boy out here. Uh, he's shot three so people. strategic to me, yo. Like, it's like, what are they trying to incite? You know what I mean? And, and so. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, that's why I see, I, I feel like they're really trying to, you know, destroy this thing down, but, you know, but go ahead. Um, oh, you, you, no, you brought up a good point about, well, what was the, the kid's name? I Cal, his name is Cal Rittenhouse. Yes. Uh, yeah. First of all, first and foremost, uh, <laughs> everything has a criminal history, yo. <laughs> he does. No, but listen. He does. Everything he did was illegal. Like, everything, all the way up until... Even before he got to shooting the people, everything he did was illegal. But did you Officers see? Water, you but know? did you see the video of him with the gun? I'm and he literally, it. the marshals are literally passing him. I'm He's not like, none of it. like pretending to give up, and he walks straight up to a police car with the gun. They don't do shit. Marshals actually passed his ass. So you mean to tell me no that judgment. y'all y'all are not scared of this white boy <laughs> with this motherfucking? Big ass gun walking down the street, but you're scared of the unarmed black man who ain't did shit. Uh, we know why not. <laughs> we, we we know why not. I I just don't like the fact that they they did they, they were and you know it's just as important. It was three white guys he killed. I mean, they, but they were there for the cause. They were actually trying to help people get away. You know what I'm saying? Well, two so of them died. Need, One need, is we, injured. Okay. So, yeah, we need our white allies. That's just as important. Oh, no. In a movement like this, there is going to take two, right? Mm-hmm. To, and and the, the funny thing is it took two to literally build this country, whether mm-hmm. we got the credit for it or not. Right, right. We built it alongside with them. We've done a lot of the, the, the work. The, the hard work. work. Right, right. You know what I mean? But, you know what I mean? <laughs> what do you... Gee, you you coming off the camera. Oh, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Look, that deadlift was kind of... Oh, no. First of all, hold on. Real quick. Him and them deadlifts, bro. He go down, he... Look, you gotta look. You gotta dig your your hand into the into the bar. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I was dead, yo. Bro, my hands be sweaty, yo. My hands be sweaty, so it be slipping. What the I'm like, yo, I'm gonna I'm put that on there. Trust me, so y'all can see it. It'll be just as funny as I thought. Lord of mercy. Oh, it's us. The shoulder length is what I'm gonna call it. But <laughs> let's get back to it, though. Um, I forgot what we were talking we about. We were talking <laughs> about <laughs> how the police and and oh yeah, not scared of him, but you're scared of an it's, unarmed black man. You got to shoot him seven times in his back in front of his fucking kids. First of all, first of all. You don't even supposed to shoot anybody, even if they did the crime. Like, that's not why you shoot people. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you don't shoot them because he's guilty. You don't shoot them because he did something wrong. You don't shoot them because he's resisting arrest. He you know what I'm saying? Like, I, like that's, that, that, that's, that's, that's really getting to me. I feel like if you're that fearful, because that's the whole thing they say, I was fearing for my life or whatever. Mm, like, say that it's not your job to be in law enforcement. They're lying. You. Or too scary to really, be in I really it. think they'd be lying. No, they are. Story. But no, but to a degree, though, they are that scared, though. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You have to realize, they're scared, not necessarily maybe of you physically, but your potential. They're scared of the what if. They're scared yeah. of if you get on onto power, if you get to this certain point. Yeah, it's like a deep-seated of, thing. We're scared of the first humans on this planet. But let's, let's not even get But then that. again, like I said, if y'all have really been paying attention to the podcast so far, the big headlines have been greed and mainly fear. Mm-hmm. The fear of either not, you know, relying or trying to be self-reliant. The fear of jumping in, branching out there. The fear of the other person or the other race, which in this case is us. Yeah. The fear of all of these different things. Mm-hmm. And that's a big thing for me. We are scary as hell. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I hate fear. I, if, it, if if there's anything I've been praying for in, uh, these days is courage and 
that kind of perfect love that cast out fear. But you know I, I don't know how y'all are religious or not. I'm not trying to go hella biblical, but yeah. God said, I didn't give you the spirit of fear, bro, period, point blank. You I'm gave yourself that fear. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm yeah. not, bro, bro. Jesus yeah, man. Christ. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. What is there to be so scared of, bro? Like, yeah, that's bro. my thing. It's, it's people, you know, I had a really uh, deep conversation on the way to Panama, man. Um, my cousin's girl, he's a he's a kinesiologist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, kinesiology, that, that type of science. Mm-hmm. And it was talking about frequencies and how humans operate on these, like, the scale. Mm-hmm. And so the highest scales can be, like, 500 to 600. And basically he said, our figures in, in, um, in history, the only people who have ever reached that high of morality, 500, 600, is like Jesus and certain other figures, right? And what he said is most people in the world operate at barely a 200. And so he's like 80% of humans really operate on self, you know, self-preservation, greed. And even if you come off as a nice, decent person, when things get real, your true colors come out, of and course. so it, and so this that study just showed that eighty percent of human beings really are no higher than this two hundred, and they really have this type of low morality that can um, that 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 makes us act how we how we do, and and you know if you want to look at the key kinesiology is very very interesting, um, but it's like the more characteristics you accrue, like integrity, like peace, like love like certain things you kind of climb on this chart in kinesiology you know what i'm saying and so what he's saying is like certain people who aren't necessarily religious but they have a very strong say faith in whatever and they very more so operate in that some people can spike up to say like have moments where they spike up to like a 400 or a 500 but you know but you know it's like you don't have to be Religious to be a, a morally sound person. You don't mind. have no. You don't have to be. But I do think. I do think uh, when people believe in something higher than themselves, no matter what you believe, but see, a lot of times right. that drives people to be a better person. But when people just think, it, "Oh, it's me." Isn't it me? It's not necessarily religion. Yeah. It's, it's the fact that yeah, even I believe, and maybe some people say I'm spiritual. Yeah, they yeah, don't believe yeah. in an actual a verbatim religion. They believe what I feel. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah They have yeah, a connection yeah, with God, yeah, but it's yeah. not through a person or through exactly. you know, a, a necessary yeah, right. scripture. So it's like mm-hmm. you don't have to be a, a, a biblical or a religious person to be a morally sound person to know what's right or wrong. You know, you know, you feel it. Mm-hmm. Whether you went to church or not, if you stole something, you know what I mean? They was like, dang, like, I knew that wasn't right. Yeah. You know what I mean? You didn't need somebody to with a bible to tell you that you know what right. i'm saying you kind of yeah. had this instinct and i feel like god is already in you anyway mm-hmm. you are one you're connected so you like are. you feel it they they yeah, right. most people don't in church don't got god <laughs> you know what no, I'm saying? I mean, but, no everybody has it whether, yeah. you, whether you listen to it or not the yeah. one thing god said is i won't i will never control you you always have choice so mm-hmm. i'm in you but i will allow you to do what you do yeah, you can still you have left man. your own devices yeah man most mm-hmm. definitely but again yeah most people like and, and 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 a lot of people who even have that belief, some people don't even have as much faith, have enough faith in that to operate in that way too. And that's where tests and tribulation stuff comes out, where it shows people's true colors. You know, a lot of people bank off of say their parents' beliefs or what they were taught or whatever. Maybe not even had actual experience with their situation to believe it like how they think they do. And so like, it's just a thing where people got to go through things, try to make great decisions and whatever you believe. And just be better people, man. But um, you know, human beings. 
Essentially, <laughs> we're talking about human beings and knowing right and wrong. Yeah. You were telling us something about this whole Netflix with the pedophile thing. Like, mm-hmm. what's going on with that? Look, I just want to say for every person, and it's not even related to me, for, any, for every person who screamed conspiracy theory at somebody on the internet who said maybe 10 years ago, pedophilia is going to be legalized. In your face. I mean, look, yo. Um, I've canceled my Netflix account. You know, I'm not going to say everybody needs to, to to be in solidarity against Netflix with this, but basically, what it is, this cuties movie that came from France, I believe. Twelve uh, year old girls are playing thirteen and fourteen year old girls in this movie, and basically, it starts with this girl. She's uh, she, you know, is in Africa or whatever. She tries to break away from her culture, gets into twerking and stuff. And you know, in the movie, they're super sexualizing these these kids. Um, just for how they move and just things that they wear to skip skimpy clothing. And it's rated M. You know what I mean? It's rated M for mature. Netflix would now of course there was backlash, thankfully, right? Mm-hmm. Um but it's like it's like Netflix they, they try to defend it. They said, Oh well, you know, we try to respect all religious beliefs and whoop de whoop. Yo, so like, I, y'all wonder who's in now? these rooms, yo. Like, like, like so who's in these rooms talking to Netflix? Being a pedophile is a religion now? Like, okay. Well, 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 actually, no. Actually, if you look into the history of humanity, um, in a lot of different cultures, like, no, people people married and, and did stuff as early as 12 years old. You know, it, it's, it's centuries and centuries ago. And so I think you have people who are trying to emulate that you know it's not and it's not like it was right you know what i'm saying back then but you but but people aren't even mature enough minded enough like how people were back then to even try to even like so it's, it's really nasty um well, it, but yeah it, no the, the pedophilia is in religions and in, in beliefs well i know um like i i don't think i told y'all but i i used to study with jehovah witness and mm-hmm. i did my research about them and found out that they have a lot of cases where girls and boys were getting messed on by the elders. And they would tell you, like, oh, don't go to the police. We're going to take care of this within the mm-hmm. whole, what what is it called? Like, their little community or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Me, personally, and feel however y'all feel, but the whole Jehovah Witness, I think that's it, it gives me cult vibes. Mm-hmm. But like the fact that y'all know that these elders, a lot of these elders are messing with these kids and y'all wanna take care of it in the community, that is sickening. Like and then nine times ten they're still all- teaching and, and and whatever. Like it's fucked up. Then for the parents to allow your child, knowing your child is this age, that age, and you're agreeing to, oh, let me put my child in here to make some money. You know what they're doing to these kids. Like, if they're over-sexualizing them and stuff like that, why would you do that? Look, man, you just got to think, like, I mean, and and, and I'm I'm getting to your point. Uh, Netflix tried to justify it by saying, oh, yeah, it also won. Uh, award the Sundance, uh, but the Sundance CEO, you know, got charged for child, you know, molestation and stuff like that. So it's like, it's like y'all, like you know, y'all gotta realize, man, our our 
leaders have some very strong beliefs and I think it's a situation where people need to start looking into the beliefs and the practices of our leaders, you know, all across the country because I mean, I'm personally not surprised anything has happened. Like I'm one of these people who really felt like this was going to eventually come. Um, but we got to fight it. I mean, yeah, but you know, but no, 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 no. Maybe us, maybe certain people, but again, fear has people in denial with things. Some people can't accept. Like again, you you say this ten years ago, right? Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, conspiracy theory, whoop de whoop, you know. But look at look what's happening now. Look at the biggest industry blowing up. You know what I'm saying? You know that could this all could bleed into the thing that happened in Georgia, right? Um, Hell yeah! It's all it's all connected, but people, you know, again, are too afraid or in denial to really wake up and see things or and want to do something about it you know what i mean um well that's a good question oh you're gonna read the oh lord you know i ain't got my glasses on he had my glasses 11 year old amy lives with her mom mary and younger brother (laughs) awaiting her father to rejoin the family from synagogue Amy is fascinated by a disobedient neighbor Angelica's free spirit dance clique named Cuties. I man, a, a group that stands in a sharp contrast to Steok Miriam's deeply held traditional values. Undeterred by the girl's initial brutal dismissal and eager to escape her family to simmering dysfunction, Amy threw in and in, in ignites awareness of her burgeoning femininity, propels the group enthusiastically embrace an increasingly sensual dance routine, sparking the girls' hope to twerk their way to stardom at a local dance contest. Yo, let me tell you something, yo. Let me tell you something, yo. Like, I see this in cartoons. The cartoons, you know, uh, people, yo, my sister, when I visited, she's watching, she's, uh, uh, she's, um, she's watching Disney, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, just go ahead and look into to Walt Disney a little bit so you can, you know, know a, bit, a little bit about him. Uh, but it's so obvious the, the what they're trying to push on kids. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff with like making villains look like the bad guys, or or being rebellious against your family and your parents, like uh, like just the over sexualization, all the little sexual things you can find in these cartoon stuff. It's like it's like the country has been trying to create these split personalities in all of our children and warming them up. We're all over sexualized for one. I'm yeah. over. I'm over sexualized in my thinking. You are. You are. Whatever. Before, whether you think it or not, you are. You know, everybody is. We're all victim to it, and so the situation is just being aware of that and trying to keep that in check. Like, but it's like, yeah, we're all warmed up into a lot of this stuff from the time that we're kids and what That's we watch good. on te- television. Because I remember, uh, like, some of my favorite movies and TV shows that I loved as a kid, I went back and watched them as an adult, and I'm like, oh, hell no. I was listening to this? Like, it's certain messages in it, or they would say certain things that'd be like, okay, that's not appropriate for a child. They've been doing this for years, so it's not, um, it's not new. Um, Now, what is shocking is the fact that the whole uh, 39 or 40 kids that were found in the trailer in Georgia, how that's not put on mainstream. Like, it was 40 fucking kids in this double-wide trailer that was found for sex trafficking 
I plead the blood of y'all over this podcast that we're all protected with this information we're talking about. <laughs> you know what? Like, I, I literally had a conversation with Will because I used to go jogging around my neighborhood. And I probably told y'all this. Yeah. But literally, you know, as I'm going, like, I would literally see old-ass white men or, you know, just people breaking their necks. And I'm like... William, I don't feel safe because, for one, I'm jogging by myself. Even though this is my neighborhood, I literally have to take my keys and hold them between my things. So if somebody come up to me, I can be able to yeah, jab them. Like, like why should I do that? Yeah. Why? is because I live in an area which is, is very high in, in sex trafficking. And women are being fucking taken away, especially black women. Because... For numerous reasons, but the fact that I don't even feel safe in my own community to where I don't even go jogging in the, no more. Like, I literally have to ask William, like, can you please come with me? Because I don't feel safe. Why the fuck is this not on mainstream? Like, why why are these kids being taken away? We just had a whole Amber Alert yesterday. A mom is walking her fucking child in the stroller and someone comes up with her at gunpoint and takes her fucking child. Y'all are fucking disgusting. I mean, look, our, it, just look into some court cases, y'all. Go to justia.doctors.com and you'll see owners of these news stations of, and all this stuff. That, all these people are wrapped up in this stuff. I mean, that's why it's not being reported. Just everybody everybody is nasty. All our leaders are nasty. And see, there, there's uh, a lot of people who feel like the, uh, the government is... Part of people, some of the people that's in the government is behind a lot of the sex trafficking. Because yep. I'm just like, bruh, how, how is it that we have all these missing kids? Like... It, it, the, <laughs> the industry increases by 100% every single year. And that's actually why they had to move the Brave Stadium out to here. Wow. They, because it, it, abductions in the industry got so bad in Atlanta... That's why they moved it away from the city. So it's that's like, wild. yeah, like I, I don't know. If that was the only reason. Well, no, 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 no. I mean, that's one of the reasons. Look, I, 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 I talk, I talk, I talk to a, a very um, educated scholar about some things. About maybe two weeks ago, we had a little FaceTime, and really, we was, we was talking about a lot of things about kind of like repealing the white supreme edits of our faith, and it. But it, it also got into like. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, there was there's some other reasons for, of course, why and interest. But one of the biggest reasons was is that abductions were just getting so bad at the Brave Stadium and things like that that they they, they wanted to also move it out the city to try to reduce or, you know, because I mean, if you have all the biggest things going on in the city at all the time, okay. it's easy for things to happen, right? right so but see, I, I feel like I'm not saying that's not the case, but for sure you got to think about where the Brave Stadium was, contrary to where everything. Oh, my church was. was right by it. Yeah, I mean, with that, yeah, yeah, that don't matter. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? People <laughs> no, think about church all the time. I'm just saying, I, know, I just know that is there. But yeah, go ahead. No, I'm saying like, so it's if you would have taken the Brave, if the Brave Stadium was over there where everything else was by the dome and by, um, yeah. it'd have been just fine. We're talking about a situation where the, the, the area wasn't really dictating what Atlanta wanted to provide. Mm-hmm. Also, on top of the fact that they want to also create extra revenue streams around the Braves, which, in case the battery, mm-hmm. there wasn't enough space to do that down there. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about an economical boost. Understood. So they moved them over here for sure for mm-hmm. precautionary safety reasons, but also for a financial boost and what they could bring to Cobb County. When y'all are trying to really establish this as a real major city now, yeah. we're starting to see Atlanta start to branch out and these smaller cities. Because back in the day, 
I don't know. If, I mean, y'all don't know if y'all from here. Like, but I'm from this here. wasn't yeah. this. Yeah, you know yeah. What I'm I remember. Was, this was yeah. like the they, these, they're, they're starting to really you know become these major hubs. Yeah. Now you're seeing Cobb kind of have its own little um, uh, transit situation that has been established. You know, because it's becoming so big and so alarming. So at the end of the day, they really did it for. I would say more so for a financial reason. They, I don't, I can't say they give a damn about people getting abducted. There, there, there's multiple. It's, it's, it's finances. Bro. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, you know, I, I think there can be multiple, situ, uh, True. multiple reasons. Um, but I mean, I think that it, I mean that being one of the reasons, honestly, it just makes sense, man. Like because Atlanta is one of the worst states with all of this stuff. To be honest, like we are one of the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, that all this stuff happens, like. Atlanta is like damn near what number one. Yeah, on well, an average, when you go as far as what on an average sex trafficking, like where is it ranked? When, when, when you on average, if you go to a Greyhound or a Megabus, they on say it's average, horrible. Yeah, they'll say it's probably like six people, at least maybe six to two people there. You know, eyeballing out. You know what I mean? And, and so, see with Marietta. Uh, slowly trying to become like the party city now. Mm-hmm. Like Marietta is, is really trying. Um, it makes me nervous because now we're gonna have more people in the area, and you know I already don't feel safe jogging. I live, you know, damn near like in the heart of Marietta, like in one of the busiest parts of Marietta. So it's like, mm-hmm. like. Okay, if I were to ask y'all a question, if I was to ask you what could we do to help prevent sex trafficking and abduction and stuff like that? I don't know. No, I don't. Like, literally, it's just... Here are the top 10 states with the highest rate for human sex trafficking. Nevada's number one with over mm. uh, 100,000 cases. Mississippi is next. Florida, Georgia, Delaware, Ohio, Mississippi. I mean, Missouri, um, California, Texas, and Michigan. Yeah, there you go. You know, so it's like that's wild. So I mean, yeah, man. I mean, you know, like again, this is the world we live in. Like, and it's just like I just want people to wake up and realize these. This is humanity, and 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 we're going. There's gonna be a lot that has to happen to really change a lot of this stuff. You know what I mean? Okay, so we got four hundred seventy. It's crazy. what y'all looking at? I'm looking at, like, how many cases are just, like, even though, like, Nevada is number one, they only have, like, 239 cases. They're basically going off of the rate and not the cases. But, like, Georgia has over 400 cases of human trafficking. Yeah, Texas has. No, uh, and, just, and just 2020 and just, alone. And just think those are just... And just California, are, 50. And yeah, and it's just reported. These are the ones that just reported. For reported. Sure. For sure. Oh, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, it, it, it increases by 100% every year, you know? That's just for 2020 thus far. Millions and millions and millions and millions. Like. You know? To be honest, like, it's like when I look at a lot of, like, no, I'm not going to go into that point, to be honest. But, you know, again, so protecting our communities, like, how would. So let's let's go into so how, how will we protect our community? Yeah, you know, what did we did we talk about the family buying acres of land? And everything? We did. But we didn't and really go too far into it. Yeah, didn't. let's go on to that. Let me get back. Okay, so how do y'all feel about um, forming our own country in the U.S.? 
Like, do you feel like that could be, that can, like, basically be, like, a solution to some of the problems that we have? Uh, I mean, I feel like it's a solution. I don't know necessarily. I can't say for sure if it's the solution. You know what I mean? I have never done it. I don't, you know what I mean? You would have mm-hmm. to, to do it and, and figure out if it works or if it doesn't. I mean, it could literally cause its own issues, too. You have to realize it's about who's running and what system you've created in that. Somebody could literally could create their own, you know, country or uh, civilization within the United States of America and it still be ran and eventually imploded more or less by its own greed and fear as well. So you have to attack. Or destroyed by, I mean, think of what the, the black communities that have been destroyed over the years For sure. right, that have popped up. See, yeah, we would have to first find someone to, but um, then, oh, to like actually run it. We would have to sit here and, and figure out what laws we want to have. We have to come up with our own uh, money system. I was about to say, well, most importantly, the economical structure. How do we start? Where is oh. this wealth coming from, per se? Because if we're going to make a country, we can't rely on the government anymore. No, because you're like, your own country at this point. You have to take, you would have to go into the country with uh, a certain amount of backing, mm-hmm. right, to be able to transfer whatever U.S. funds are to whatever your funds are. Yeah. And then go from there and build infrastructure. We're talking about buildings. You, have to, you, need, you need architects. You're going to need, you know, um, uh, agriculture, yeah, food. agricultural mm-hmm. specialists. You're gonna, like I said, you're gonna need scientists. You're gonna need all these things. You need doctors. You're gonna have to convince a literal large amount of the community to go into these places, create banks, and create these different, you know, infrastructures. And it would take a lot of time. Yeah. I feel like people don't understand. Like, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't think it's a bad idea by any means, but it takes a lot. How long is it gonna take you to get to a a place where a a thriving independent country? Yeah, because especially in this society, we are a popcorn generation. So yeah. we see it, we want it, we like right then and there. It's like we struggle with patience. So with something so big and some something so complex, like we would have to be patient. We would need everybody's full support. Um, it's, it's, it's a lot. But the thing about it is, I mean, I, I remember... We were looking, uh, talking about this, and they, the question that I saw was, where do we go from here? Oh. And, again, I'm, people, we talk about these ideas, and, you know, what could work, what wouldn't work, and we're debating about all these different topics and things, but it's not one thing. Mm-hmm. I, I need to stress that to people. I like, understand it's not one solution. It's not one thing that we can do that's going to fix it. Like, again, it's a system that was never designed for us to thrive, right? You know, we're talking about when they created this whole you know, idea of what the United States of America is going to be. All men are created equal while those men had slaves, mm-hmm. right? So we mm-hmm. were not created or thought of as equal nowhere in the balance of we're creating this world or the world we live in at the end of the day. So you have to literally dismantle piece by piece all of these kinks and things where they literally didn't implement us or think about us as a whole. We were not thought of as human beings. So, I mean, they're shooting us and doing all these things. They're justifying and trying to, to sway our character because they're trying to dehumanize us. So it's always oh, justified. Yeah, man. I, I, I have, man, I'm not going to go into this, but I, I, I think this is uh, with just some easy research that can be confirmed through interviews on our, with our last president. Um, there's I, this is a lot of stuff. I think this is a lot to have to less do with race and more with bloodlines. And so I'm just going to leave that there and just go right with all that. But yeah, I do feel like we have a quote-unquote superior race or family of people who feel superior more superior than everybody but you know 
again, go rag a hold out for yourself. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not getting into I feel you, that. Feel you. Um, but before we close, we definitely want to close on some good news, some some mm-hmm. positive. Mm-hmm. Um, so Brandon, you actually know Lecrae, right? So I don't know. Uh, well, we've had a conversation before about me possibly uh, training. Uh, possibly training together mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know he went with his old trainer before but you know um, uh, but you know that was pretty much it but you know there's other kind of mutual people we know and everything mm-hmm. and but no basically I'm trying to find the video to be honest where he was talking about it but he's doing a lot of great things in the city of Atlanta, uh, Decatur more specifically. Um, there, are some, there, are some, there are some apartments over, there are some like apartments over in, in Decatur that they're pretty famous, people know of. Mm-hmm. Um, but where they're, you know, they're just vacant, like a whole block, you know what I'm saying? And Decatur just vacant stuff. And they've been rebuilding, and they've been, they've been rebuilding a lot of Decatur and making these apartments like super, super nice, you know, for people with low income, like nice to where celebrities would probably live in them. But, you know, they only, but yeah, but they only, but they pay the, you know, they pay based of course off of their income and things like that. And so I think, I just think that's, you know, a good example of some, you know, good community work going on. I'm pretty sure T.I. got, you know, some things going on. Killer Mike probably got some things going on. And, you know, some other folk too. Uh, but I just wanted to shed light, you know, on that. Um, we need, we need more. I think that's the perk. And, you know, the thing is, he's not even from Atlanta. You know, he's from, from you know, Texas. And so it's, it's like, that's the perfect example of what a lot of these music artists and celebrities need to do. Buy, buy these vacant places. Buy these. You know what? You know these. I was, I was just having this conversation with yeah. a friend of mine. I was like, bro, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I am not mad at people who buy restaurants and all mm-hmm. these different things. But I'm like, bro, you have millions of dollars. There's so many opportunities. If y'all literally came together and talked and said, let's go in and buy some of these properties up, because we talk about gentrification, we get mm-hmm. mad when they do it. But n- nobody looked at that at the, those places and said, hey, bro, let's buy this and redo these houses. Let's buy this and yeah. we get mad at everybody else. But we are always slow on the draw. Yeah, we do all the other the wrong things with our finances. Yeah, and get mad when they buy it up and then move us out. You know what I mean? It takes us out of our financial uh, back, and we can't even afford to live in these areas now. Once they're done, mm-hmm. and yeah. they bring in businesses and they bring all these things, and you know, so the value goes up. Right. And now we're looking like, dang, we don't sold grandma house, and mm-hmm. now what do we really get for it? Yeah, yeah. Right. So I mean, I just feel like we got to do a better job of creating, you know, a, a revenue stream and, and really going back and taking back our own community, taking pride in for one because we, we have do the money to do it. No, but no, no, no. But it starts with the smallest things, though, of bro. Of course, of course. Like, we don't even like we we I bro. We would I mean, want to pressure. depend on the people with most money, but they 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 already no, anyway. I've seen niggas of mine, bro, homies of mine that literally throw shit out of the goddamn window, bro. It pisses me off, bro, yeah. in my own spots. I'm like, bro, but you don't take your ass up to Sandy Springs and you don't do that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the small things. We devalue our own communities by the small things we do. Mm-hmm. I literally saw a woman. I'm in Publix parking lot, bro. She literally drank her drink and dropped it. Right in front of my car. Now, not to say like it was in front of my car, but the trash the can is dying, the y'all. The trash can is right there, bro. I'm like, I <laughs> literally look up. I'm like, yo, like, you're lazy as hell. The trash can is yes. right there. Yeah, yeah. So we take the value of our areas down 
They don't cut our grass. We don't have people to really, you know, do these things. And it looks terrible. So we treat it terribly. And why is it, though, a lack of education and knowing? Or, no, or, it's or a even lack real, of pride in yourself. No, 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 no. Pride. Yeah, no. It, it is a lot. It is. A, it, I mean, look, it's a lot of mental slavery behind that and how we just treat each other. But no, it it, it is that, too. Like, people, when people don't know better or know. Oh, no, no, no. They know uh, better because they don't do it in the other neighborhoods. Exactly. When you go, when they go up to, like I said, Sandy yeah. Springs and they go down to the fucking battery, the they don't do that. So don't, they don't that, do like, that. that's my issue. But we cannot literally say, oh, they don't know any better. Unless you know better. You know what no, I'm saying? No, I'm saying, no, I'm saying, I guess, let me, let, let me distinct. Just articulate, yeah. You got, you got, you got the dumb street nigga and you got the smart street nigga. You know what I'm saying? And so you got, you know, most people who kind of growing up in these, you know, communities of the hood, sums or whatever, it, it, it's, it's, it's a cycle all the way from just a sharecropping age and all that stuff. It's literally the, 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 uh, the mental slavery mindset of not, you know, looking at any type of self-worth, but also as well as a lack of education of how do you even make, you know, money doing this stuff or how do you... Like it's it's a combination, bro. I mean, I think I think I feel I feel what you're saying. We agree. We agree. Yeah. We agree. We agree. I get what you. I know what you're saying too. But it, man, it's it's just still frustrating. I understand. Trust me, I know. Yeah. You're, you're a product of your environment. You're a product of what you saw. You're a product of what everybody else has done. Yeah. But it's like at some point, bro. Like I literally, I'm telling you, I me and my friends, a couple of them have gotten to like. I'm like, bro, pick Some that art, stuff yeah. up, bro. Yeah, like, what oh, do you I don't let people live around. No, me. bro, it's, I literally yeah. put that. That shit, wow. Yeah, bro, like, it's, it is wild. It's like y'all see, y'all see, y'all see what happened to the earth, right? <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean. But then they don't the see that as thing, a problem for them. They like, think, oh, everybody gonna do it. This is what people, people, people like. It's niggas die every day, be or well, nobody's gonna do ooh, anything, I hate that or, or, or no, or, or nobody else it. is gonna. No, and that's what it is. People don't even realize. Stop waiting on other people to give the program to do stuff. You literally have to be the change that you want to see. But it's weakness. You're weak. You know what I'm saying? You're weak. And it's it's done it, it for them. Nobody loves them. Know what I mean? Like you weak, bro. You you're weak. You're not even a man, bro. Bro, you're not even a man. I can't even call you a man. Like you, I want to call you Nagus, a Nagus. But you a nigga, like a re- like stop. No, you're a coon. That's what oh. it is. Coon, you, we got to know we got coons in our in our in our coons. We have to weed out coons in coons. our own community too. He says coon. And and and, 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 and I'm this guy, right? Like I'm for my people, whatever, but I, I also realize we have people that really don't give a damn about their own community or us or people our own people who's working against us as well. You know what I'm saying? And so we got to really realize, yo, there's just coons that got to be weeded out. But go ahead. So a person told me, and this is a black person, Mm -hmm. they said that the people, the black people who are working against us or, you know, like unteachable, basically, you know how you try to tell a black person something, they just, yeah, whatever, yeah, that they got to die in order for us to, to get to where we need to be or where we want to be that they have to die. I'm like... Well, if the human me, Dang. if the human being in me is is talking, it's like, well, that sounds very logical. Just to weed out, drain the swamp, as I think is what the term is. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm I'm also a person face. So this situation was like, you know what, man, we we don't want nobody to die, but we got to try to do our best with the people who have those like minds. You know what I'm saying? And then get to a place where it's like, okay, now we're gonna out you. Like, what's up? Like. 
either you're going to get out of our community or you're going to change with us. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, 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 not, like, like we don't have to kill people, but it's like, yo, like, no, nah, get, get out of our community if you're not going to follow suit. We all got to hold everybody accountable at the end of the day. Yeah. It's going to take... And I don't want to exclude women. I'm not saying that, but it's going to take men being men. It's going to take men saying, all right, bro, like, we're not going to allow this. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then, of course, in certain ways that maybe we don't see it, like, women should check women and men should check men. We should check each other, period, point blank. Facts. And just at the end of the day, say, you know what? We're going to take back our neighborhoods. Yeah, like, yeah. even if, if, if they don't cut our grass, they don't, bro, we can cut our own grass. Man, I've done so much yard work growing up. Y'all need, y'all we really hiring other people. Like, D, we, uh, bro, yeah. like, Bro, it, it's uh, it's frustrating. It really is so frustrating, bro. Because it's like we are so much better. I I met this old uh, head, bro. Who's playing golf? This old black dude, bro. He literally looked at me and my brother before we even got done playing. He was like, bro, y'all don't even know the power y'all have, man. He said y'all don't need them at all. They yeah. need you. Yeah. He said when y'all realize that, y'all will be so much better off. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like think about it. Like yeah. we're at, we're waiting for them to, to help us. We're waiting. You know, and to yes, some extent, bro. we're talking about you need cohesion, but we even talking about on a small level, we can do things on our own yep. to help our own communities out first. It's like we have to do the things first. We expect any help from anyone else. Exactly. We got to clean up our own shit. We got to, you know what I mean? Like police our own people up to a certain degree. You know, it's funny, you know, when it comes to the topic of um, voting, we don't got to go deep into this, but people, a lot of people say like, oh, you know, well, if you don't vote, how are you going to help the community? Yo, like... Go and use your body. You know what I'm saying? To do something. Like, like people think just casting a ballot is helping your community. No, like, and not to, like, blow up anything I do, but it's, like, good example. Like, teaching. I'm a, I'm a health and fitness coach, right? Mm-hmm. Teaching my community and making my, that out of career, and I do it for free, too, how to be healthy, how to be self-sustaining it with your health and your mental health, kids and all that. That's going to help individuals. You know, in the community already, that, that's an example of pouring into community. People think just cast about or wait for your government to do stuff is, which is, is, is help your community. No, man, go put some community out, community service hours in. Go have some meetings on maybe how to teach it. You know, remember, you know, I'm mad I, I didn't really fall through, but you remember we had a folk download the Signal app and, yeah. you know, get some people to talk about stuff. What hindered me was that, you know, whole Bolo situation a little bit, but... It's like, yeah, like we just got to start getting people, rallying leaders together that are just going to be like, you know what, how, what are we going to do? What are we going to teach? Who's, who's going to do this? Who's going to teach these group of people this? Who's going to teach these group of people this? And that's, I mean, that's how, that's just one of our ways that we got to just start and pour in our communities, man. We got to start teaching our own community stuff and, um, you know, go, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> oh, show? nah, um. I don't have anything to say. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, man, um, you can do stuff in your own community, man. Stop waiting on the government, the government who has done you so wrong through the centuries. I mean. Don't don't allow the white man to come in and save your community. Yeah, man, like, come on, like, we got to, you know, we got we to gotta depend on our own, man. And, and, of course, you know, use our white allies, too. Be the change you want to see in the world. Yeah. No. Become self-reliant. Yep. Keep your people accountable and live your life as healthy as possible as you can every day. Keep your mental, your physical good every day. And that's it. Spiritual too, if you got that. Deuces. <laughs> and I'm out. Do, do, right. do. Bye, do, guys. Do. Till next week. Peace, love, and head grace. Do, do, do. And that's my line. Do, no, do. Do. <laughs> Wait. Wait, what's my music at?
Come on, Brandon. Ah, oh, you fucking up. Nah, bro. Look, I got the boy. You got the headphones. I'm yes. gonna say you better sing it. <laughs> sing it. <laughs> he like, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god. <laughs> we been, try- been trying to close for two minutes now, Brandon. Get together. Let's say TL in this. All right, bye. <laughs> oh man.